Michael? Yo. This is Mike Young from West Town Bikes. How are you doing today? Hey, man. Pretty good. You back in Chicago? Yeah. So, That's where I live. Right. <laughs> I don't know. I thought maybe you'd stay in New York. <clears throat> oh, I wish. Um, I have family out there. It's always a busy trip when I get out, get out that way. So how was it? How was the Bike Youth Summit? Man, it was great. Um, I was really impressed. I, uh... Yeah, I have some, you know, I, I have trouble in like large social situations sometimes, and I like I feel overwhelmed. But the 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 mood there, <clears throat> and the people, and the ideas, uh, and the age range uh, was just welcoming and, and awesome. Recycle a bicycle, uh, a lot of work by Cascalina and Helen Ho. Yeah, uh, they put on a put on an awesome time. So, really got the right people together and really fostered people to, you know, not only just talk about stuff, but make plans. So what came out of the Bike Summit? Well, first of all, can you just describe what it's like as a person? You've been there once before or no? That was the first time I've been to the Youth Bike, Bike Summit. It, this is its second year. Um, West Town Bikes has gone both years. Um, you know, an overview of this year's summit was, uh, it was at the new school. Uh, in, uh, in Manhattan. And, uh, I think about, you know, on, on the first day, Friday registration, I probably saw about 50 people. And then the second day when I showed up, I think there was about 200, about 200 of us. Um, and throughout the day, there were, uh, sessions on everything from girls on bikes, uh, which is, you know, West Ham Bikes brought a, their girls' bike club, uh, Liz Clarkson, raised uh, enough money to bring four uh, young women that are in girls' bike club out to New York. Uh, they did a presentation on, well, you know, what they, why they cycle, you know, what they see as the future of cycling for themselves, and and what they'd like to see more. Um, so there were presentations like that, and uh, everything from something I really enjoyed uh, was. Bike Works in Seattle put on a um, session about strategic planning, and that's something that I'm very interested in right now and, and working on for West Town Bikes. Uh, so it was great content and uh, just really good people. You know, it's, I'm I guess I'm always surprised that there's literally hundreds of us across the country, like pushing in the same direction of intelligent transportation. And the social awareness, and it's just. Mm -hmm. I would say probably that even reaches into the thousands. Yeah, yeah, that was kind of a joke. Um, <laughs> oh. uh, <laughs> you know, there were hundreds of them at this one event. Right. Um, and it's just really refreshing to meet a bunch of people in communities similar or dis you know, or similar or complete opposites from where, um, where I'm from, uh, fighting for the same thing. It gives you inspiration to go home. And work even harder because we know we're going to push hard enough and long enough where we're going to have an awesome impact. Mm -hmm. So what, what were some of the things that you guys decided upon? When you talk about strategies, what did those include? Well, in the specific, <clears throat> specifically in the strategic planning session that I went to, it was very, very uh, useful for me um, and the role I play at West Ham Bikes uh, to kind of get an idea of... Uh, 
how to plan goals, what to expect, and really how to just, I guess it's like insurance that you're moving forward. Um, you know, we could just turn into a bike shop and help people get on bikes, uh, and that would be great, and that would benefit the community. Um, but if we have a plan, you know, we can be multifaceted and move forward with youth education, adult uh, adults uh, training, um, you know, teach everything from teaching people how to ride bikes to um, like girls bike club. So um, at West Town Bikes, though, you you I'm sure you have people, you know, play. You have some really some really good, well organized people over there at West Town Bikes. Was this something that was? I mean, you've been planning already, right? Um, you mean a strategic plan? We've been planning that already. I don't know. I, I mean, uh, you guys are are already I mean, moving, moving on so many fronts. Yeah, uh, West Town Bikes is I, um, West Town Bikes is real special. Uh, it's got it doesn't have a lot of people at it. I think there's about six six of, six of us right now, mm-hmm. but every single person is really strong mm-hmm. and is driving their own initiative. Liz Clarkson um, is crushing it with Girls Bike Club. Uh, and the and the volunteering she's doing, uh, and the volunteers she's bringing in, uh, I'm pretty good with our cycle cross program and adult education. You know, Alex Wilson, our director, is really pushing forward um, on you know just improving the organization uh, at, the, at a higher level, improving funding. We have uh, Lebster, who runs uh, Bike Club, um, you know, and he's. He's got every, everything from uh, uh, youth going to the parks, uh, uh, you know, rock and urban freestyle, to uh, fabrication. And, you know, he builds and everything from bike hitches to trailers and you name it. So, yeah, there's a lot of people at West Town moving forward. It's just so awesome to go somewhere and, and, and be linked with people that may be doing something similar to you. And, you know, what I humbly found out is that uh, there's people doing – a similar thing to me and doing it a lot better <laughs> i i was really humbled by some of some of the things that you would think were such just simple things to do but that you know i wasn't i wasn't covering well that's what it's all about and maybe you had something to show somebody else too i hope so um i talk a lot so i was really mm-hmm. trying to listen i was really focusing on listening mm-hmm. the whole time um i talk plenty and uh, I just took an opportunity to absorb. Well, so you're, you're Chicago. You're, you're the Chicago. Was was there anybody else from Chicago at the Recycle Bike Youth Youth Bike Summit? As far as organizations, no. Uh, there were, you know, we have a lot of friends that reach out. Uh, there were people that, from Chicago, uh, but I believe they were the uh, uh, West Ham Bikes was the only nonprofit. I mean, I hope I'm not forgetting someone. <laughs> mm. Um bike presence there and that was kind of how it was going i was noticing you know seattle has bike works and they seem really strong out there uh there was a gentleman um from toronto you're representing two organizations uh and you had we had one person from utah and then of course a lot of people from the new york uh new hampshire virginia connecticut area Mm -hmm. um la you got anybody from la yeah yeah i was a um I'm drawing. I'm drawing blanks. Um, but there was there was a California presence. I think Allison might have gone down there from LACBC. I don't know if you met her, but uh, then, then who else? Oh, well, I'm not sure either. 
So, yeah, but it was sorry, like I a, can't recall. It was like a uh, a congress of bikes, of, of yeah. people working with, with programs. And it was done real efficiently, um, real accessible, real efficient. So it was well organized? Yeah. What? Yeah, and real good mix of uh, kind of uh, in, instructor-led or, or, or presentation-type sessions to on Sunday, uh, it was just completely open. Um, and really, Sunday Sunday took off. Um, Sunday was amazing, and people didn't want to leave, of course. You're moving forward, and you come back, and right away, you know, through whatever social networking, your email, or right in front of your face in the shop, you see people already implementing ideas that they just picked up yeah. uh, two days ago. Well, can you hit, can you give us some of the ideas so we can spread it around some more? Yeah. Um, you know, uh, West Town Bikes brought Girls Bike Club. And I was mentioning Liz Clarkson. Uh, she not only fundraised, uh, but got everybody organized from adult leaders uh, to, the, to the real active uh, uh, young women uh, in her group. Um, and what they brought, uh, not only is these, you know, not only uh, awesome pink t-shirts and, and sweatshirts, um, but they brought a really inspirational message that um, young women just need to get together, you know, to organize, which, which I don't know, it's kind of, it's built in. Women seem to be very good organizers where, you know, men might struggle with it a little bit. Uh, maybe it's the sharing thing. Uh, but young women need to just get together, organize, and do one thing. Uh, for instance, Girls Bike Club uh, took a ride to Zoo Lights, um, and they're doing a fashion show. So they, they do one thing, do it well, do it right, and, and let people know about your enthusiasm. Um, they did I talked to... I'm sorry, they did on. a fashion show where, in Chicago? Uh, yeah, they're going to be uh, they're going to be doing a fashion show. They they did kind of a, a pilot of a fashion show at a fundraising event we had uh, a couple months ago, and now they're putting on a, a much bigger event. Uh, you know, they'll be you know bringing in DJ. Um, you know, more than just three people walking down, uh, really presenting ideas from uh, cycling utility uh, to fashion um, on and off the bike. Uh, if you if you know it's it's an eye catching thing. If you go to Facebook, um, just type in you know West Town Bikes, and you'll see a lot of pictures of the Girls Bike Club tag from the event, uh, doing what they do. And you know I, I was going to say everything from Girls Bike Club to I learned a lot um, uh, from the folks from Seattle. Uh, one of the things I do at West Town Bikes is run our open shop, and I was working on ways to make it more comfortable for a broader uh, scope of people. And, you know, this is just a ton of things I hadn't even thought of. of. Uh, Davey shared something with me where they just stop. Everybody in the shop just stops what they're doing, and you share something. It sounds so simple, but it really ties everybody together. Like, for example, everybody's tinkering away. Um, everybody stops for a second. Give me your favorite superhero. You All go right, around. Okay. Oh, <laughs> I thought you were asking me. Go ahead. You're asking me? You're, no, I'm saying that, you know, little teeny ideas like that help uh, me grow what I do at West Town. But, yeah, I am asking you, who's your favorite superhero? I, you know, it's really weird. Two superheroes came into my mind that I did not know would have been there, and it was The Thing and Iron Man. The Thing and Iron Man? Hmm. It's very strange. Oh, um, 
What about when we were, you, you were really young? Oh, um, well, it would have been one of the X-Men. I'm not sure which. You know, I really liked, uh, you know, Storm, Wolverine, uh, the X-Men, Colossus. What, am I not getting the, the right answers? No, it's an, it's an opinion answer. Um, what, was your, what was your favorite? You know, that's a, that's a tough thing for me because like, I was kind of a Legos G.I. Joe guy, but uh, the, first one that popped, the first one that popped in my head is Spider-Man because I thought he was really cool because he lived in the city right. and he was just, you know, he was just hanging out, helping people. He was. <laughs> totally. So that's how, who you relate to, yeah. Um, so, but you stop what you're doing in the shop and you say, hey, well, everybody, what's your favorite superhero? Yeah, it's you know it's uh, it's just an example of things I was I was learning that seem so simple but really help uh, the experiences people have when they come into something like Open Shop. You know, it really helps kind of create and tie community together. Huh. Uh, when people, um, you know, uh, knowing people's names. <laughs> these these are not um, you know none of this stuff is is too groundbreaking. It just needs to be practiced and implemented. Uh, you know, I'm thinking, you know, that, that would probably work in schools, too. Like, a lot of the stuff you're doing, a lot of the stuff you're doing with education, you know, could be brought into schools. Yeah, we think every school should have a bike club. How are you going to teach people how to drive a car, but you're not going to help them work on their bike? Right. That doesn't make sense. Okay, so... Not, not in urban environments. Yeah, I mean, I, I think we talked to somebody when we talked to you that other day about at, at Jefferson High School here in L.A. that has a bike club, and, you know, they don't have enough parts. Like, and they only have a few people in the club. So it's not a really thriving uh, scene over here as far as bike is, clubs. Is there someone over there? I, and I, re I remember the interview. I don't remember the people running it that well. I think you talked to one of the shop people or something. Um, is there someone over there that's uh, uh, a strong character that wants to see it succeed? You know, I'm sure there are. I just haven't really identified them. But there's there's so many, you know, there's so many nonprofit bike nonprofits here um, that I just have to. I haven't asked that question, but maybe we will. Yeah, I, I bet with a little bit of push and a little bit of help, whether it be a, 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 some fundraising or. Uh, a donation drive to get them some parts. I bet we can uh, get them moving. Yeah, you just got to get a couple people doing it. And it's bicycles, man. It's bicycles. We've been riding bicycles forever, and we're going to continue riding bicycles. They're awesome. Yeah, that's pretty much. <laughs> that's pretty much the like the the first technology. Yeah, yeah. Transportation. Yeah, cars. We, we haven't gotten cars right yet. Uh, but we've gotten bicycles right. <laughs> uh <-huh. laughs> um, all right, well, so you're in touch with all these new people on Facebook, and how are you keeping in touch, Facebook? Uh, you know what? I'm not much of a Facebooker. Um, I'm very much an emailer. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I uh, things like this happen. I, I met uh, a gentleman named Keith who was working in the Chicago Bicycle Federation Kind of before I, came, I became really active uh, in Chicago's uh, cycling scene, uh, before I was working at some law firm pressing buttons on a computer and stuff, it was pretty miserable. Mm -hmm. um, 
And uh, I didn't know it, but he knew he knew people I knew, and I knew people he knew. And I uh, I started a cyclocross program, and it just turns out that he has a community. Uh, he has a group of youth, um, you know, very athletic, very uh, uh, exuberant, um, and he wants to implement that kind of program in his area. So right there, standing in the hall, chatting over, you know, maybe about ten minutes. Um, you know, this summer we're going to be racing each other. We're gonna we're gonna get a couple uh, youth from Milwaukee, uh, get them training, get them bikes, and they're gonna race the uh, the, the group that I put together in Chicago. Okay, so uh, yeah, that's awesome. The, you know, I know that there are there is a group here that does uh, m- mountain bikes, mountain bike. Yeah, and actually, California has a pretty active high school uh, cycling association. Yeah, you know, I there's have... actual teams and stuff, which is awesome. I haven't really started looking into it, but a lot of these people are so busy doing their own thing that you know they don't want to start a new project with a bike club and supporting a bike club and stuff. I mean, it seems like if they wanted to do it, they'd already be doing it since they're already in high schools. Well, you know, it, it's a, it's about what's accessible. I think you know, soccer is one of the most popular sports in the world, um, and I think uh, largely in part to the fact that all you need is a ball. Um, Cycling as a sport is is a little inaccessible sometimes because you need a bike, and that's a machine. Um, right. If you make the bikes accessible, it's going to happen. You know, I, it, it, you know, it's not so much a field of dreams where if you build it, they'll come, but it's kind of like that. Um, if these youth had something, like, hey, by the way, this machine right here, um, not only can it get you to your girlfriend's house and get you to class on time when you miss the bus, uh, and don't have, you know, four or five, six dollars in gas to drive, you know, a mile. Yeah. Um, this also, you can race it. So, right. I think it's about making it accessible. So, what, what, tell me about cyclocross for those of us who need some more. Information. Yeah, um, in short, cyclocross is a hybrid between mountain biking and road cycling. Um, I fell in love with it a couple years ago, uh, started getting real active right away with it. Uh, it, it bit me. Uh, I was I was always kind of a <clears throat> urban and BMX rider. Um, mm-hmm. uh, the cyclocross racing that goes on is usually done in uh, small. Uh, I'm sorry, small circuits. But when I say small, I mean like the circuit can still be up to two miles long uh, within a park or within a within some sort of a, a nature district. Um, Chicago has a lot of the races just in its. Um, just in the parks that are scattered all, all throughout the city. Um, they're timed races. Uh, it's usually muddy, um, and a lot of people think that the more miserable it is, the better a race it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it's a lot harder uh, than just hopping on a bike and riding down the street. Uh, and I think the difficulty of it, uh, you know, kind of brings out some more, brings out the warrior in people. And so, how does that tie into adult education, bike education, cyclocross? Yeah, because you do both, um, right? That's your yeah. Well, I at Westtown, I kind of spread myself all over the place and just cover whatever needs to be done. Um, and it, you know, I, I don't see any direct tie between cyclocross and adult education, other than the fact that a lot of the adults I'm working with um, and and doing you know advanced mechanical training with them. Um, they're building cyclocross bikes. <laughs> uh, cyclocross bikes 
you know, it's like a, it's a fast bike. It's a road bike, but it's got bigger tires, so it's more comfortable. It can be ride on, it can be ridden on, uh, uh, mo- different, you know, varied terrain, it can, you know, trails or the street. Um, and, uh, there's room for fenders. So it, yeah. it turns out to be a pretty awesome all around bike, period. Is, so what's the difference between like, I mean, the, the cyclocross bike and, you know, a city bike? Well, a cyclocross bike is going to be usually uh, drop bars and a more aggressive uh, rider position. Mm-hmm. So when you, when I think when most people think of road bikes, that's the rider position. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, city bikes, uh, they're going to, a lot of times, going to have a flatter bar, more upright riding position, um, probably not as aggressive as uh, geometry and... Uh, Bigger tires, heavier bike. You know, you can't race cyclocross with uh, a rack mounted to your bike. Oh yeah, obviously. But you can pick up the groceries that way. Well, I gotta start doing cyclocross. That's obvious. Um, all right. What else? So you're you're back from Youth Recycle Bicycles Youth Bike Summit, which was January thirteenth to fifteenth. This is Michael Young from West Ham Bikes. I just have to remind people. And, uh, you know, what what should people know, you know, who, who are coming from all different directions to, to hear this? What should they know about your work and what's going to happen and what to look for in their neighborhood? Well, um, we're in the Humble Park community of Chicago, uh, kind of a near northwest uh, neighborhood from the core downtown area. Um you know, our mission is really we're, we're getting people on bikes and we're educating uh, everything from educating adults to make them more competent, um, enthusiastic riders. Uh, you know, a bike that's awesome, fun, light, works great, that makes a cyclist. <laughs> um, we're doing everything from those adult things uh, to lots of youth programs. Uh, Lester Pavone uh, runs Bike Club that's going four days a week. It's an open-door kind of thing. The, the youth from the local area, and actually some people are coming away up from the south side and stuff. Um, you know, just come in, professional atmosphere, uh, get a little bit of job training, and, you know, have a lot of fun. Lester's a real fun dude. Uh, he's wicked. Yeah, I met him. He was cool. Yeah, he's, he's wicked on the bike, too. Um, takes a dude about four or five tries to learn uh, some some sick tricks. Huh. Um yeah. You know, and then there's, and we have women's night on Wednesday, women and trans night on Wednesdays. Um, you know, we're running a lot of after school programs in Chicago public schools, uh, private and public actually. Um, and, uh, you know, we're, we're just getting people on bikes. It's, uh, yeah. bicycles are just an awesome engine, an awesome delivery tool when you're trying to, uh, increase, uh, social, physical, environmental, ecological wellness in an area. I, what better way to do it? Seriously. That's right. Um, you can't, you know, you can't do it with bagels. You can't do it with an SUV. Did you say you can't do it with bagels? I don't think you can do it with bagels. I'm not sure. Bagel bike shop, can we just mix the two? I have somebody here who wants to argue with you about that, but I don't know if we should get into that. <laughs> um... Well, all right. You got a question? We we got a question here from a, co- a colleague here. 
Okay, okay, you were talking earlier. Hi, chicken leather here. You were talking earlier hey, what's about up, chicken liver. Uh, it's 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 okay. You were talking earlier about uh, getting um, people on bikes. It's one thing to get them on bikes. It's another thing to say, yeah, let's go out and do some uh, some dirt roads for this this cyclocross to get totally filthy and and you know it brings back uh, these pictures, these black and white pictures of them showering at the. You know, in the in, in the Roubaix or something, it's it's not cobblestone, but it's somewhere between the two because you're you're going uphill. Uh, we out here in L.A. have this silly race, and I'm, you're going to see the tie-in in a minute. Um, everybody's trying to find an advantage for going on mountain trails with a coaster brake in the back, and I, I'm looking at them going, okay. First of all, you have to have luck on your side because half the time. You know, it'll jump the chain or something, or you're trying to hold tension with the back brake or things. And they're all looking at me like, oh, this is cyclocross. And I said, no, you've got brakes in cyclocross. There's an advantage. And they go, no, it's it's still racing. So can you, can you tell people out there that have never raced in the dirt or anything or how how much enjoyment you get just after finishing the thing sometimes? I mean, it's, Oh, man, it's wicked. It's wicked. I had some knee problems this year. I was just entering races just to get beat. Just have people pass me and scream at me how much I suck. Um, you know, if you don't get yanked out of the race, you're the champion. Um, you know, we're, we're racing in Chicago. Our last race was just a couple weeks ago. The national and world championships are specifically put in the most miserable times of the year because it is supposed to suck. So we, you get out there and you finish a you finish a lap or two, and you earned whatever you're pouring down your throat. Uh, absolutely, I'm I'm sponsored. It's the the double whammy by Flying Pigeon. I don't know if you know about that bike here. The Flying Pigeon, I've heard of it. Yeah, those are like those Japanese uh, Chinese bikes that they. There's a million of them out there, and I wonder, you know, how they did that. You know, how, first of all, the the worst constructed steel for tensile strength ever, and you made a bike out of this. So. You know, you're you're talking about all these high-end carbon fiber bikes in, in cyclocross. Oh, I didn't mention carbon fiber. We <laughs> race on steel, man. Steel is real. But the, the the flying pigeon, you're rolling around there with a the cruiser. You're upright. You're having your coffee and stuff, dude. Yeah, yeah. It reminds me of uh, how the Tour de France must have been at the early part of the last century, two centuries ago, where the... They used to go up hills and go, hey, you know, you're talking to your friends going, hey, should we, should we go up this hill together? And they're all kind of going, I don't know, let's, let's change the gear ratio. And there, it's that kind of conversation. It's like, go 200 years later and it's like, you're, you're, you're looking at people going, why the hell am I out here on this thing? I mean, you ever get to that point where it's like some sort of lost weekend that you took Hunter S. Thompson's drugs instead of your own and now you're out here or something? Hell yeah, man. Uh, I think that's part of it. Um, you know, if your listeners want to go to a site, like go, go to like cyclingdirt.org and just watch a little bit of the video or, you know, search, search like UCI Cyclecross and watch a little bit of the videos. These guys are pros. They're getting paid a lot of money. And if you look at their face, I think they're saying the same thing. They're like, why am I doing this? That's stupid. Absolutely. I would, I would even argue, too, that it's not all about the money. I've seen some of the best stuff, and uh, the Canadians got a bus, and they, they're doing, going that do tour where they're just going around the states and up in Canada and stuff. Uh, I caught a little bit of it. Uh, they're, they're using it as filler on cable between uh, trying to sell you uh, hair products and, um, you know, telling you your whatever. But um, 
it's kind of funny to see guys just out there like, yeah, we're sponsored. We're just getting a bus and going around town doing tricks in these towns. And you, and you come to your thing going, wow, that's easy. <laughs> oh, man. I then, think then I you saw... forget, Then you forget all these guys have been on the X tour and all these other tours. This is their nine to five job, you know. It's like, um, yeah, you know, th this ain't my job, man. <laughs> yeah, I think I saw some of what you're talking about. A couple bros in a bus, man. I got a kid, though, dude. I can't do that crap anymore. See, see that's um, the thing. It's like there's a certain amount of responsibility, and then there's a certain amount of like, oh, yeah, basically we're paying you for your body for three weeks to go out and do this crap. So anyway, here's De uh, Nick again. Thanks, brother. So, hey, Mike, thanks for calling in. That was really awesome. Absolutely, man. And um, let's keep in touch with uh, anything that happens. Yeah, something. If something explodes, I'll try to get a camera photo of it and get it over to you. Or audio would be great. <laughs> All right, man. All right, have a great day. Th thanks a lot, guys. All right, thank you. Bye.
Are you ready? So, chicken leather. Hey. hey. So, um, how do people ride safely in the rain? Because it's raining. Yeah, you know, it, it's kind of funny. I, I'm going to relate it, and you're going to go, what the hell are you talking about, oh, chicken leather? Okay. Um, but it'll come I, back I, around. No, but it will come back around. I uh, uh, first got out on a bicycle, and everybody always goes, are there any kind of uh, distinct advantages to getting out in the rain and controlling your, your, uh, your route? 
on a bicycle than there is in a car, and I have to say yes. There's a few. One of them is... Adv- you're saying advantages. Advantages. Okay. Yeah, everybody always looks at it like mechanically. If you break down in the rain in a car, you're sitting in the car. I guess you have your little square box, and the elements can come, but you, you have to kind of pack everything, whereas on a bicycle... Uh, I've never really had a mechanical in the rain, you know, knock on wood. But mm-hmm. what one of the advantages is uh, you can kind of... Uh, you know you're going to get wet, but you're already prepared for the elements, more or less. I mean, in, to be honest, I, I can ride through right. destroyed roads. Um, and um, one, one of the things goes, oh, but it's raining. It's No, it's just water, guys. We've been sort of brainwashed here in Los Angeles because we see so little of this that we have to have a storm warning. We have to get out there and prepare for, like, monsoonal floods or something. This... I, I heard people from Chicago bringing it back around, saying, "You know, this isn't rain here." And there was a guy from Jersey going, "No, this ain't rain at all. It was, uh, it was, it was just kind of lightly sprinkling last night uh, at the after party. It was it kind of? I oh, mean, you okay. pay so extra drifting, for that in a rain because people don't know what you're talking about. The after party well, is a whole new subject. I was going to save it, but okay, oh, okay, go ahead. we'll save save it. But we're talking about um, en- enjoying the elements. Uh, yeah. A lot of people would pay extra to have a light sprinkle." And uh, re- relieving the uh, the onslaught of fatigue as you as you ride across, but there's uh, people like uh, in um, uh, especially in, in Denmark and Sweden and stuff uh, where they do ride bikes uh, over there. They have an infrastructure for bikes as they travel. Right, but, they but they sort of bundle up you and know what? since you let and, the and stay all uh, let, let's let, just say dry. Let's talk about last night. Okay, last night was the uh, film screening. That we talked about with Rick and and uh, Richie, Last the week. Rick and Richie, I, or we call them the two Ricks. I, I mm-hmm. never know about that, but um, very very well received. Yeah. Uh, they said they had more people in the audience at that screening. They had a screening of bike films, about an hour's worth at the Vista. Uh, and and what was really funny, there was some guy who spoke in a cigarette, bike related films and bike uh, films by bike people, and he goes, "Well, which is it?" And I said. You know, you're kind of splitting hairs there. I, I know that there's people out there that are avid cyclists making movies uh, that have nothing to do with bicycles, but this is kind of an embracing of the culture and stuff and, and getting people on bikes and things. And uh, uh, everything is diverse as uh, being able to appreciate your city and racing um, the night before the uh, the marathon because the streets have been closed off and, and you now have an access uh, to actually take your bite out there and not So you're not talking about uh, that one movie. Yeah, that's the crash race that, that uh, the Midnight Riders crash race, which uh, we, we've now seen a couple times at, at different festivals and stuff. Where um, they, where they uh, r- ride the route of the LA Marathon at 3 a.m. the night before. That's right. That was, well, that was beautifully filmed. I think, I think that, that was uh, something that... Uh, Actually, is is it it harkens to the fact that uh, there's there's some cinema that's being made out there. Um, the, in this case, um, you got a full camera crew and, and went out and, and raced this thing. So, uh, event kind of specific, almost like um, the the heritage of what we're seeing from all these uh, Olympics and stuff. All these basically high end cameras that track everything and stuff. And this is just going back to black and white photography, almost like back to. Uh, Early days of why an Airflex was created for the 36 Olympics. It was it was like you had to break loose from all that, you know, tripods and stuff. And there's there's some slow motion and stuff. And in fact, I, I even um, 
sort of addressed it uh, uh, comically. I said, you know, uh, you, pay, you paid a lot of money, and it's a race and everything, but you're slowing down all these people, you know, getting all these sweaty stills where you see it. I said, it's almost like, you know, didn't they have that $6 million man, like, uh, what is it, 20, 30 years ago? And he always was like, they spent all that money, and yet he just sort of crawls across the screen there. Yeah. Hmm. It's just slow motion. So um, how many people would you say were at this event last night? Oh, well, well that was the other thing. I, I only alluded to it, but uh, the management was really happy. They get to sell their popcorn and everything else. But uh, mm-hmm. apparently they set a record last night. They had more people in there than they did for, and this is, this is the big thing, 3D Beauty and the Beast. So we're, <laughs> we're treading on Disney ground now. Wow. Yeah. Disney, right. Disney's being hard hit this week. First with the, uh, the, uh, the shipwreck. And now us. And, and now, and, and the, the cruise line going down and, and now bicycle films late at night at midnight. So, I didn't hear about the cruise, but I don't, I don't need to. And so the, unless, I don't want to be cynical about what people drowned at the cruise Yeah, actually, you, you didn't hear about that. This, this Italian, uh, uh, ship, uh, cruise ship went, out, went adrift. And and it uh, it hit some rocks trying to go through space, oh, and they yeah. tried to get everybody off the ship. And and the, first of all, according to the uh, the captain, he um, he slipped. This this sounds like like uh, uh, an excuse a kid might use. Yeah, my homework got destroyed. It's like yeah, I couldn't do my job because uh, I, f- I fell off the boat into a dinghy, and uh, the dinghy I, I couldn't turn around because it was dark. All right, I can tie this back to bikes. You are you ready for this? I want to hear this. Uh, there is a, there is a, I saw a list of the most to least efficient forms of transportation on Earth. Well, the first least efficient was the space shuttle, but then was a cruise ship. How, how do they figure that out? I mean, you get in space. Is it the idea that you have more parts that'll go bad? Is that, is that how it works? I think it's weight per fuel, like per, per, uh, distance. So how many miles per gallon or kerosene or whatever it is that they fuel it with does the shuttle get? You know, I don't remember, but I, I bet I, you it's less than a half a gallon. It's probably not much. Well, I thought it was $10,000 to get a pound into space. Oh, so, so money wise, I mean, if we're doing it money wise, your bike is so much more efficient. I mean, I, I used to joke about my friend having a, what is it? He had a tricked out Hummer. Yeah. $60,000, $70,000. And I remember there was a point in those, when it first came out, it's like, yeah, you know, you don't have to get it smogged the same way. You don't, you don't have to get it registered and you could, you could pay for it with every, can you imagine me having a Hummer now? That would be like the last thing you I were thinking about it. In. Well, no, they made it like you, you work in this industry where you, you should be driving something like this. And I said, you know what? I like the Honda I've got. Or I, at the time I had a Volkswagen. I mm-hmm. said, this is like the early Hummer before they had Hummers. I said it's it's basically a box with an engine in the back. And I said that's that's all you need. So I want to continue with the uh, the what, list. What I was trying to get yeah. to is the fact that the the Hummer, when you get to a stoplight, and this is something that uh, uh, Mr. Blesso from the the bike kitchen always used to tell me. He says mm-hmm. you get to a Hummer and you're stopped at the thing. It doesn't matter. You know they always go. He always used to say, "How many miles to the gallon do you guys get?" Or no, he'd say. Hey man, how fast does it go? And they go, oh, you know, I do sixty, whatever, uh, whatever. And he goes, no man, you're doing two miles an hour like me. We're stopped at a light. He says, you're gonna stop at the next light too. You watch. And the guy tried to race ahead and get ahead of him, and sure enough, the light caught him. And and so it's it's a question of safety. If if I race and try to get to that light, and for some reason I miss it, and and am going through a red, it's just a bicycle. It doesn't weigh that much. If it hits you. It's not going to be a horrible accident. You might live. Whereas 
if somebody hits you in a Hummer, I guarantee there's going to be a little more damage without much inertia traveling through through space. But anyway, let's get back to how well, you tie the space shuttle around. I'm gonna, but another thing Jim Bledsoe said was something about you know how you feel the fuel per distance on a bike is you know he says you, you can ride like a a thousand miles on a bowl of Cheerios or something. I forget what it was. Yeah, we're 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 into to like the the Netherlands of bike culture when we start. Uh, Quoting Mr. Bledsoe this early in the morning, you can tell it's going to be one of those things. First, from from the Coaster Bay Challenge being a serious race, I I don't know. I think of it as serious. Anything that gets out there and gets you okay. dirty. We haven't. To, to, we're we're uh, going to bring up the Coaster Bay Challenge. The space shuttle is efficient. I'm trying to compart. I'm trying to keep the all subjects separate. We, we we haven't even brought up the coaster. Is that coming up again? We're talking about that. <laughs> well, no. We we touched on it when I talked to him. In, uh, okay, the list in, goes from. From space shuttle, but then cruise ship is the second least oh, efficient okay. form of transportation, and then it goes down through. You know, I guess it would be like uh, plane, Hummer, uh, you know, and then uh, you know, and other SUVs, and then okay. cars, and then and then walking, and then biking. So, so walking before biking yeah. is more efficient. Huh. Well, I, I think it's because uh, no, I mean I, I've heard tale that, yeah. that walking actually. No, biking uh, is more efficient than walking. Really? Yeah. Okay. So, um, well, yeah. Now that I believe. Yeah. Uh, the way you had it, I was, I was trying to remember. I think somebody said that a human, uh, just the human being is a, is a machine, is mm-hmm. somewhere between the efficiency of a, of a uh, engine or a kerosene engine. And I, I, I would think that's somewhere in there. And um, this is unpropelled human human. Uh, kind of uh, motion and then the idea of a bicycle saving you uh i i heard tail a third of the time so or two-thirds of the time so anything anytime if it takes you uh time you, you notice we're equating time with efficiency the idea that uh you were earlier with the space shuttle equating cost with efficiency uh until we figure out a way to get into space and i think that's the other reason um they're looking at efficiency with flight and stuff. And, in, in fact, there was a rollout uh, a couple weeks ago of a uh, uh, hyper-more efficient plane that uses less fuel and stuff. So we're seeing that equation move into it. But I, I have to argue that instead of looking to this new kind of thing, I mean, it'd be great. And I, I can't wait until uh, carbon fiber gets to be a little more efficient and lasts longer than a, a shelf life of five years. Uh, so whereas you, you could... Go down to the, you know uh, your your local bike co-op and say, yeah, I think I'll put a carbon fiber fo- fork on this and everything, and, and incredibly, you know, you'll we'll be complaining, I bet, even then about like, gee, I have to push seven and a half pounds through space. Boy, am I going to be tired going home tonight. I mean, w- w- you could twist that around and say, isn't it more reliable to have a stronger bike with fenders and not get wet, um, and and enjoy the quality of of your ride home. I I think that. That's what a lot of people are missing, the fact that I'm enjoying that enjoyment factor. <clears throat> the uh, what, what, what is it in, in Bhutan? The happiness factor? I think I'm happier on my bike enjoying the elements than I am in other things. Now, I'll be the first one to say, if I'm in a torrential downpour uh, coming down one of these canyons in mud, I probably would like probably being in a vehicle than I would on my bicycle. But I would argue... This would get uh, me there too. Okay, so it's a rainy day in LA, and that's what sparked this whole. Uh, <laughs> no, it's not tangent. even raining now. It's just that the ground's wet, but we're we're seeing nobody out there. And and of course, I, I'm gonna make that attempt. I I rode my bike. I enjoyed it. 
It was, it was, it's like there's no cloudburst or anything. It could happen. Kind of, mm. kind of playing those cars close to the chest. I'm hoping it I'm, just I'm doesn't open up and. and kind of sick, and I, I'm trying to preserve my health because of my job, and so I didn't ride today. And I'm, I'm wondering, is that, I feel like a kind of a hypocrite? No, not at all. See, there, everybody always thinks, and, and I have to be honest, when people come to me and they start telling me things like, hey, I didn't ride my bike. It's like, <laughs> it's like a so, confession. Yeah, it's like, well, you know, say, you know, lube your chain a couple times and, and check your headset. And <laughs> That's funny. And I'll give you absolution. Because yeah. the chain is kind of like, you know, the, the rosary. Uh, okay, we're not going to make any kind of religious kind of like, not? I similes think good. to the bicycle. Even um, though Reverend Phil was in town last week with uh, Bike Smut. Yeah, how did Bike Smut go? I don't, I don't think we covered Bike Smut. Here's. There were, there were a lot of people, and in fact, it's so funny because Reverend Phil was seen or cited at this uh, film last time, so he knew about the thing, and in fact, it, it's funny because we always talk about people in Portland being um, being like, oh yeah, they ride in everything, including uh, snow and stuff, and um, I, you know, Steve Atano used to tell me things about like where you'd see one guy out there coming back, and then... You wouldn't see anybody, and then lo and behold, there'd be like snow and everything, and there'd be one other guy coming at you, and you'd be like cheering and, you know, sort of motivating him because it's like, yeah, I'm not the only guy out here in this. But mm-hmm. we we have, and I have to be honest, we have very little change of season here in Los Angeles. I mean, we're going to get rain, and probably some of it is going to be heavy, uh, but um, it's it's not on a par with the rest of the nation, I would say. Right. <laughs> Even though we do get, people would argue that that we have seasons of, you know, what is it? Um, Earthquake, uh, extreme heat. Uh, you wanna, what is it? Mudslide, and then there. What was the other one that that they always talk about? Uh, well, well, we'll think of it. I'm I'm pulling a Rick Perry moment right here. Oh, you, oh, oh, political folly. Yeah, that should be a. Season w- would too. you like to start the calendar now? Because we have like forty thousand events on on our. Well, I, I have page. one thing to say about last week's calendar. We we scoped all of Facebook and everything, but I, I'm going to go to Midnight Riders. Midnight Riders had a big. After, like, they were talking about the future of where the bike scene is going. They were talking about the future. Where do you want to see Midnight Riders? And they were really serious about it. And they met at, uh, I think, 4 o'clock over at Pan Pacific Park last Saturday and discussed mm-hmm. all these things. We didn't get out there because we didn't see it posted in this thing. But I have to be honest. Uh, I know all these people, so we're going to uh, try and report on that in the next weeks to come about what was said at these things. Um, that, that being said, we've just gone to the site and we're seeing how all the people came out and they started talking about uh, some of the issues, including um, maybe um, getting points of that uh, Cyclist Bill of Rights passed. And, and in fact, uh, this week on one of the other uh, news outlets, I heard that they're finally putting in some uh, bike lanes. And in fact, uh, some of the big bike lanes that I've seen out there are really pretty incredible. It's 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 a strange kind of thing to see streets paved and marked for bikes in downtown los angeles okay so we were we were going to talk about calendars but let's tie this back to the calendar they're doing this on the on the west side in rosendahl's district and there was some reports he goes yeah there's going to be some delays as they finish paving so they're already complaining about paving not not even the lanes yet i'm I'm wondering what's going to happen when the lanes start to support bike culture out there and it reduces people's transit ride because if you get more people on bikes, that's one less person that you have in a car that's moving in front of you. Now he's on a bike enjoying his ride going slower and probably safer. So 
Anyway, we've gone through that. I'm trying to. I'm trying. What I'm trying to do is I'm trying to compartmentalize. Yeah, compartmentalize our, our discussion so that's that, the one so that it's like one. what I'm trying to say is okay. if you get to the west side and you're traveling down Lincoln and I think the other street they were going to stripe was uh, Pico, expect delays, a few delays. Um, so that's your but they're calendar. putting a bike lane in. Is what you're saying? They're they're putting in a bike lane on. On on Lincoln. I mean, we should we'll pull up the site and look at that in a minute. Okay. So the, if I'm the on, other thing is, yeah. um, there's as mentioned the bike uh, film coming up again. Uh, the two Ricks, or is it the two Dicks? <laughs> the two Dicks have got their. Okay. There's Rick Darge is is the one of the film Richie, director. Richie, isn't that a Rick? Oh, and Richie, Richie Tomasi. Is a Rick. Yeah, and um, you got to talk to speak to them just for a little bit. Um, they basically okay, fill so out we're, an hour of uh, programming, um, al- along with their uh, the guest star of. Uh, so we're we're back to the movies at the Vista. The yeah, the movies, movies at the Vista. Vista only because that's on the calendar tonight, and um, I would get there early because it was packed last night. Okay, packed. There were a few so we're scroungy kind of. These would be in the concert uh, venue called obstructed seating, where you have to sit in the sides and. There's good sidelines though on every seat at the Vista because it was built mm-hmm. back in the uh, the teens when cinema was an art form. Mm-hmm. So you're not going to get a crappy seat there, and they've okay. redone the theater. It was beautiful. Last so bike movies at the Vista. By the time you hear this on KPFK, it will be over. Will there? What will people? Are they touring anywhere? Or I, I think they're going to have another one on the uh, east side. We're, we're trying to get them out there maybe for uh, during the summer or, or coming in the summer and stay tuned to Bike Talk. Uh, perhaps having an outdoor screening of some bike films, uh, well, a bike-in movie like I, the I Cycle Girls used to do. Really? Cool. Yeah. I, yeah, I was thinking it, it was such but, a cool event that it should happen more often. It was, it was like, what do you think about the cross-section of the bike scene that was there? I thought it was phenomenal. Everything from the, the sort of avid cyclists to uh, people that uh, just got sort of dragged along smoking cigarettes and then you got to remind them it's like hey you know if you quit smoking you get eight years and, and if you and if you cycle you get five right off the bat i have a book on all the things that that add and subtract <laughs> hey um so then there's the bff the bff is actually going on um with and you're going to see how i rip this around okay uh jim cadenhead who was uh, a host here on uh, bike talk uh, a few years ago he's uh, moved on to he's not dead he's just moved on he's to just santa in barbara, santa barbara. sometimes we think of people in santa barbara especially like the oprahs and everything being dead up there in montecito county he's actually up there in i i think uh isla vista or something so the bicycle film festival the bicycle film festival moving into santa barbara uh, for a whole weekend, and I think nineteen through twenty-one. Yeah, I'm wondering how he's, if he's going to have some oh, BMX that's like he did last this time. weekend. <laughs> yeah, if he's going to have some BMX uh, things. But the BFF moves all over the universe now, and um, that was the argument. A lot of people were saying, you know, we like this. This is almost like a grassroots bike film festival that you're having here, and a lot of people appreciated it. Some people couldn't get out to see a couple of films that played at the bike film festival. And it, you know, let's be honest. There's a, a certain amount of uh, monetary uh, issues, not associated just with the films, but um, you got an hour of. Uh, it, it's on the par with with stand time. I think it was five dollars to go see uh, this, uh, all these films last night. An hour of bike films for five bucks. And the other one we we can talk about just just to okay. touch on it. We we joked about uh, DDK. 
and this is not some sort of like alphabet kind of rap group or something. That's an that's an actual star. I think her name is Dolores K or or maybe yes. K stands for something. She was starring in um, Bike Love, where her bike gets well without. Uh, you can see it on Midnight Riders. Yeah, without. It's without actually on the. It's on the website. Much. Into too much kind of. Did you know that it's on the website? I, I know there's some suspense. You can go to the website, but it's all about what happens when your bike loves you after it's been stolen. And and I'd like to believe that sometimes you can do everything and it'll still get stolen. So then there's also bike smut is coming up in uh, where is it? <laughs> it was if you missed it in L.A., you can go over to San Francisco and it'll be there uh, the uh, twenty uh, January twenty eighth. Up, up, San Francisco. Oh, think, is it up think, to San Francisco? Yeah, I think yeah, we're is. down and they're up. How, now, how did that happen? We're south and they're north. I think it's just topography. Um, but we're we're understanding that. Uh, look, it's clearing here in Los Angeles. See, I told you, positive thinking. Oh. They knew I was going to ride my bike more. But uh, what one of the things about the bike smut scene, if there, if we could. Quoted. They were sure. out at this event, and I think they were touting more about the idea that people were coming out than they were that people were coming out wearing rubber and stuff. And I said, well, you know, it is raining. There's a certain amount of like logic to, to wearing you know, slickers or leather or something. I don't think it has anything to do with sex. And they said, it could be a style thing. So we, we were having this kind of discussion. I'm sorry, what, what now? Well, I mean, uh, you know, if you go out there with a thick sweater and it gets soaked, you're kind of dragging around uh, thick wet sweaters whereas if you go with uh slickers and rubber and, and vinyl it, it the rain tends to roll off so how does that tie into bike spot well they, they're looking there's certain parts of the uh community that look mm-hmm. at uh let's just say vinyl and leather and and things like that pleather i guess is is being uh sort of tied into uh uh Bike porn? Yeah. yeah. Huh. Well, we're going to skip ahead now and get to the other, um, other okay, so more, have, more issues on the... I have no uh, more. Okay. I, first of all, maybe you can tell me how to navigate Midnight Riders to get the best uh, events. Is there like a, an event? Is on the, the whole side thing? here for Midnight Riders, this is for people. There's a thing up here. Go go back. It says calendar. Why don't we just click on the calendar? Okay. And on the side here, you'll see all the rides. And it's you see the Monday night rehab. That's a ride that's coming up. But they... You're going to get your Monday night rehab twice be, or three times this week because last night they showed it, the film about what they do to get rehab going. It was almost like a day in the life, and then tonight they're going to show it. And then on Monday is the real rehab, so you'll be all ready for it to know so what you'll, to So you'll expect. see the video. You'll yeah. see the movie. And, then, and, yeah. and let's just say one more time, DDK is all over that too. Okay. Now, DDK is a person. Yeah, and we're gonna we're gonna try and get her in here. We joke about, uh, you know, a couple weeks ago she, she was getting her hair trimmed at one of these shortcuts thing, and I said, "Hey, I got to get a lock of your hair. I'm gonna sell it on eBay." And she goes, "Oh no, that's just kinky." And I said, "No, that's that's what they do. I mean, you can get online and buy people's hair and things. I think we're gonna put it up. I think you know, uh, virgining kind of starlet in the bike scene. Uh, I think we're gonna ask what's a good asking price for a lock of hair because you know, it's not just a lock of hair." There's genetic material in there that could be used, yes, let's just to say. <laughs> to clone her. Well, we could. We're not going to go there, but I'm sure there's guys, that they heard this, you know, they're thinking about it, they've got their little chemistry set out, they're working on it. 
They're they're re-registering for school. Do you school, think that, genetics, that that'll be a thing where thing. you can clone your own? I I don't think it's so but much. But then you have to wait for them to grow up. Well, we'll see. You're looking at it as like on a small scale, a, a big scale of like old bodies or or whole human beings. I'm looking at it on a cellular scale. All you need to do is alter certain gene patterns in your own DNA. Maybe. Uh, Take some dormant ones, in, increase that way. Maybe oh, okay, some, okay. I've just let us get off track, and I'm just trying no, to no, do no. The this is part of the here. calendar. This is part of the calendar. Just imagine that instead of me sort of whining about this uh, coaster break, that every year uh, uh, a couple weeks before, um, I was to genetically alter my DNA with you know maybe raptor DNA or something you know for the legs oh, yeah. or something, and lo and behold, well they're more sprint guys. I'd probably want you know. Some other things, and and maybe some of that, maybe uh, to breathe better, some some dolphin DNA for the lungs or or whatever, and you know it's all there in the gene sequence. You just would have to sort of activate it here or, or do it there. No, I, I do and think I, we're, straying, like we're straying really from strange. the calendar. We're straying from the calendar. I, I'm I'm doing this, I but feel we should get back to it. These are these are all techniques. I wonder if in the future people will be talking about. I mean, we've already seen this. They're not talking about. So you're juicing. defending you're defending your your stray from. Well, the calendar. no, no, they're not. When when people race, they used to talk about using. Uh, you know, doping with all these different drugs and, and maybe whole blood and all this other stuff. I think in the future, it's going to be indetectable because we'll be using genetically engineered markers and stuff to actually bring. I get up what you're saying. I do. I to, do get to, what you're saying. So it's like you're going to go, "Wow, he's really great." And it was like, "Yeah, it's everything in his own DNA to get to okay. this stage." But is that really going to be fair to somebody oh, that okay. just trains hard and stuff? Oh, yeah. You know. But anyway, the calendar. Three times rehab, three times the lady this week. Okay, what what else is going on? Why, look at this. The Coaster Break Challenge number four. Let's just see what it is. Click. We're clicking. And this is on Minute Riders, and it says, a meet point, 7 a.m., bitches. So he he knows who's... who's They're this bitches. This gets back to porn, almost. The bike's fine. He's calling us a bitch or something. And he knows he can either, talk. Yeah, he knows he way. can talk dirty to you, and you better enjoy it, Yeah. They're meeting in Chatsworth, of all places. And what's it say? Uh, 18100 Chatsworth Street, number E. Easy for the most part. Single tack and, and what is it? Shall technic- small technical bits. Small climb. What does barfathon mean? Places to fall down. What? It's because it says barfathon. Yeah, the last time we did this race, somebody, let's just say, lost his cookies because they were really trying hard. Hmm. So I, I guess that's where it's at. In course, you have to knock a can off a table with a slingshot each lap. How many laps? Eight. Ten laps. Oh my god! So uh, maybe that's why I brought a. Uh, we're gonna try it here in the studio. I, I brought a slingshot here. Did you? Yeah. Why? Because I got to practice, practice, practice. Yeah. That's amazing. I, I don't think there's any animal out there that can shoot yet. Though though I, I've heard tale of uh Oh okay. You're amphibians. getting into the speculative and amphibians that can to use the their tongue to actually just trying to stick knock, to the calendar. So we're gonna stick to the calendar again. Okay. Um other other things down. There's some little ride on, on Monday. Um what are, what do they call that thing? Monday night grind? No, no, no. I'm it's not there, but I'm sure there's gonna be a um you know a, a you don't want to say. Well, it, it's it's in the film. We were talking about uh, the film. Come Monday on. Night Rehab? Wolfpack Hustle. Oh. They always start that one out at, at uh, Tang's and 
worked their way up. It's really funny because I was Monday? in there. I was in there once when it wasn't a, a Monday, and the woman behind the counter goes, "Oh, we haven't seen you on Monday nights." And I go, "Well, you know, I kind of opened up my back collection." And then she was going, "Oh, I'm talking to the girl over there with the tags," and it was like, "Oh, right." She said she was getting over a cold. So even the best of us have to sort of nurse our bodies back to health. Oh, okay. I know that once I do these things, I'm sort of dead meat for the next day or two. Huh. It really is hard sometimes on your body. All right, but yeah. then again, I, I go out and open up the bike oven for volunteers. All right, keep going. Well, you want me to go scroll down? We yeah, yeah we Friday. can scroll down. The idea with Midnight Riders is it's always in the advance. There's nothing past, so you can check it out. There, okay. There's even things for this. Is this Monday, the- there's the, the criminal mass, which is the police critical mass, and then there's some people that are starting the people's ride again. And also... Um, there's um, a couple other rides. Uh, let's not forget that in a couple weeks is the Chinese New Year coming up this weekend or next a week from this. Oh, wow. And they'll be having a ride for that. And then, of course, there is the Firecracker ride that's coinciding with uh, the Chinese New Year. The year of? Oh, yeah. What, what year? Well, this is in the future. It's the year of the dragon. No. Yes. Wow. This would be the point where we put Kung Fu fighting on. Oh, that would be cool. But we somebody stole it out of our archives. They liked it so much. Isn't that great? That's weird. I think we have it here. There's this thing called the Internet. We probably would think they would just copy it. Yeah. you think they'd copy it. Anyway, um, all the the rides, if you are new to Los Angeles, you can see this. And apparently, coming up in March, coinciding on 318, is the Wolfpack Hustle. But because we love you... The Marathon Crash Race. The Marathon Crash Race. We're going to play a little bit of a crash race right now. Okay. But it is Kill Race. We're just just two seconds because they talk about riding in the rain too. It's all about riding in the rain even though it's cleared right now. Where is it? Okay. I'd fuck him. Let's train him. Are enjoying beautiful slumber, uh, dreaming their life away, catching up on rest, especially on a Sunday morning. You forget about yourself and you become about.
top of the food chain when it comes to underground racing. To be totally honest, I value the dog tag that I've won uh, with as much uh, enthusiasm as the state championship titles that I've won in, in standard USA cycling. There's a lot of secret uh, to go around if you get the dog tag.
once uh, we were able to sprint. I basically wanted to sprint and keep up and just go as fast as I could and just break away. I was passing some guys and then I was drafting off other guys. Uh, there were no girls in my radius. I find it so invigorating. It, it fills me with energy that allows me to just tear the streets and, and, and go on a rampage like in, in a way that I don't normally do in a, in a typical, you know, sanctioned race. We just kept pulling, taking turns, and then we tried to make the gap between the first move and the second move bigger. Yeah. <laughs> so coming down San Vicente actually was like the main last big part. And it was really flying, really where it went fast. And then uh, after that, it was the upcoming spring. I saw John get behind the wheel of someone. And I knew he was just going to set himself up for the spring at the end. Okay, so a lot of that is just sort of images and visuals, and you can't really get it through the radio. So I will uh, just say that it was a great movie, right? Yeah, uh, very well received, actually. And um, we we uh, sort of touched on the fact that the community came out and really supported it. It's, uh, it's a local film, let's be honest, but it's had some... Uh, Worldwide ramifications now because it is in the Bicycle Film Festival. It travels to all these different countries. And just just to touch on it further, what was playing there earlier before that is The Artist, that silent movie film that we we everybody kind of said you had to have somebody from France show us that Los Angeles is still the mecca of, of uh, cinema. Okay, what be, because movie? There was a silent movie? The, the Artist. You've heard about the artist. It's nominated oh, for an Academy Award. The, the Academy Awards are the things they do every year here in Los Angeles, the, coming up on the man, last weekend of the, February. The artist was just part of a whole barrage of verbiage, and I didn't know that that was the <laughs> name of the movie. It is. You, you thought I was referring to you as being the artist. But I didn't know who you were referring there's to. There's a black and white movie out there. It's mm-hmm. French, but it's about early cinema, and it's done in a silence. And if you told somebody this, they would look at you and say, you're crazy. But apparently it won the uh, Golden Globe, so which is an award season. Wow, it's, but it's all black. What, what I'm tr- yeah, but the award season is coming up here in Los Angeles, and we decided that there's a lot of people out there, aspiring filmmakers that listen in. Some of them ride bikes. We, we saw a few of them last night. And one of the questions that I put to people, and hopefully we'll have more on it um, next week, is I said, hey, what, what would you like to see in a bike film? And while, while it's just like, and and I'll, I'll dare say, just like Bike Smut, that certain things float different people's boats out there, whether it be, you know, dre- dressing up in, in rubber and riding to yes. work. 
or or your rain slicker and getting to your job safely. Just I, in that way. I, I would say that there are a couple other things that other people would find it just as invigorating to have a safe trip to work. Uh, with no frills, no guns. Okay, we're talking uh, about bike. what they'd like to see in bike movies. Uh-huh. I'm just talking about people in general. There's all sorts of different types that might be get more turned on by a, a green bike lane, let's just say. Okay, than, but, but okay, the things that people you were saying want to see in bike movies. Right. What, what do you think is essential? We're, we're going to go down a list just here in front of you okay. in the next five minutes all or right. so. What what are essential things to a bike film? I think they refer to all of cinema. So the first thing, well, look at in, the, in cinema, the famous bike films. Okay, like, famous bike films. Like there's Rad, Quicksilver. Mm-hmm. What else? Breaking Away was that a bike? You're, you're talking about? Excuse me, films where I think Rad is a little bit different. There is a race in there because there's always a race in a bike film. There right? you go. So we've got the first one. I think the first one is there always has to be a race. So in like a film. that's number one. I I think it goes back and it harkens back to early cinema where. There was the chase. The idea is the chase. So you had but, to have a chase, but, either but, as a climax. Okay, so so you could or, say that that like uh, that that mainstream cinema is like basically about the car. Then yeah, well, there's always a lot a of it is, but in a bike film, it would be about the bike. Right. The See, chase, okay. The bike, so the, the other thing is you have to you can't just have the bike sit there. Uh, of course, in some cases, it does it. sit there. Yeah, it has to actually somebody's propel itself. So somebody's got to drive the car so or the you, vehicle. You, so there's got to be a person. Yeah. In the, it can't just be a bike without If, a if this was a car film, you'd have to have the road warrior or Although there the was slick Chris, guy there was, or drivey set or something like that. What? The Ryan Gossip or Gosling. Or, All right, I don't know what you're talking about now. He's, he's a star that's in this thing called Driven oh. that that's also nominated for Academy Award. And I was going to say there's Christine, and that wasn't really Christine is more person. of a horror film, but you've, you've entered into the next thing. It's a genre. So these are genre films. Genre films meaning that they're a certain kind of epoch or style, or in this case, they all have one central theme. This one being, it has a bicycle in it. But there are other, other different genre? things like like horror genre. Like you talked about, is bike it's a, a car genre? film, obviously, Christine, bike, but it has horror film in is it. Is bike a genre? I, I would uh, argue that I think it transcends a little more of the mm-hmm. genre. I, I would think that there's... It, the certain bike films sort of pay homage to the to certain genres. Um, like last night, I I love bikes with uh, DDK. We've talked about a minute ago. Um, she it's it's more of a love story. I would say she loves her bike. No, but so there's definitely genres within bikes. I don't remember right. ever seeing a horror bike. Oh, um, that's not that's not true. There's a there's a famous one out there that uh, they did a couple years ago, where uh, it was. Uh, all claymation with bicycles. The bike kind of morphed into like a almost like a horror bike that kind of. So we've went got along. horror. We've got uh, romance. Is there a thriller bike movie that you can remember? Well, um, the, dare I say, there's some elements of uh, of wise guy and uh, thriller that are in Breaking Away. Everybody remembers the two race scenes, one where they start racing in Los Angeles, next thing you know, they're up on a hill in San Francisco, and by the end of it, they're they're in downtown Los Angeles again. So that race, wow, they did, <laughs> <laughs> they did some 400 miles. No, okay, no but I, I'm just kidding. They go all over. So there's we're, some we're in New York, with too. The genres. I, we, were, we were saying the things that have to be in any bike but, movie. They, okay, they so start off chase, with, there's a race. Chase or race. race. There's oh, a machine. Oh, are those two things? Yeah, there's a chase and a race. There's a there's there can be a chase, but then there's a race. In in right. uh, breaking away, there's there's the race they do. I'm gonna write these. Him down. and Lawrence, um, 
um, Fishburne or Larry. They didn't, he so you don't call gonna, him Larry. He's we're Lawrence. Gonna, we're going to add then, these And up, then there's and also gonna, this is gonna be the, the chase at the end where, where we'll I guess the antagonist or protagonist in this is, is um, doing um, – he's actually trying to catch him and he's trying to just bring him down at the end because he's evil, you know, good against evil. That's always a great theme that you see in these things. In this case, okay, but evil that being the car. That's are you saying that, that that's and good a, being elements? Kevin Bacon on his bike ru- running around downtown LA okay, near pause. a toe. Are you saying that that is an element in in every bike movie? Is the good and evil? Because it could be. I think I think it is. Okay, so we're gonna put good, it, evil. good and evil. Um, I, even the film last night, the good was you, you got the girl, and the bad was she got her bike stolen. Even even though she locked it well, I, I think we could all relate to the fact that that was looked like a really you cannot, good. You are you cannot stop talking about that, Dee Dee. Uh... No, I can't stop talking about the fact that she lost her bike. Everybody's lost their bike, and that was one of the other themes that, that I think is universal. On that, on that I, I think it's universal the fact that everybody can lock their bike up and get it's, it. You can stolen. try to pretend that it's about. No, I'm not. <laughs> I, that whole I talked theater to her had a crush weeks on that ago, guy. weeks ago about this whole thing. That we joked even about like now that she's a star, we're going to be following her. All right. What's I said name? you have to tweet things. What's her name again? And tell us stupid things you're doing. Dd. Uh, Ddk. I think that's uh, there's probably more so letters and more alphabets. I'm sure you can. She's the film itself is showing on Midnight Riders, and that's what we're leading up to. Okay, so the next thing: things, chase, race, good and evil. What else is is one of the the essentials essentials to a good bike film? I think um, a good story, beginning, middle, and end. You can't say good story, can you? I mean, isn't that? Oh, I think you can. A lot of these, a lot of these things are just kids doing tricks, and there's nothing really there. So we, okay, which so is good. Story. I mean, you can see the beginning, the middle, and the end of it, and they sort of tie it together with music and the beginning of the song, the end of the song. Uh, there was a couple of films last night that I, I, I would argue it was great to see uh, see them sort of choreograph the music, but it was the same, what, what do they call that? Um, um, the one with the whistling. And then there was also the, mag- the Magnetic Zeros, um, wh- whatever his name is there. Um, he, you know, Home. So they're equating with certain themes that uh, transcend just the biking experience that go, that go back into uh, uh, right. almost I, a primordial going, kind of – where, where they talked about in this, a primordial kind of, 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 of mindset. So whereas they're transcending just um, – you're, you're getting primordial. No, no. What I'm trying to say is that they're, they're themes, universal themes that transcend just biking that they're trying to equate what does the primordial movie with. mean again? Like the first. Uh, that, that would be like the beginning or, or, um, like the, the going before back there into was any before there was life, before there was, you know, just before the elements. There was any, no, before, moored, before there was any shape. Yeah. Any form. Yeah, the elements. Okay. Yes. So, what did we just ask? The soup of what existence yes. is. And if you look to the soup here in Los Angeles, the bike culture, I think you'd have to look at certain sort of um, endemic kind of, uh, uh, let's just say, events. All right, getting, one one uh, of them being uh, bike stick, summer here, which really your, influenced no, a lot of people see, to get into the scene. Can you we stick to the... But but we're going to get back to, <laughs> right now, the, the things that make an essential uh, thing. Is there anything else? Beginning, middle, and end. So it's structure. We might. Structure like everything. Right. And, and I think one of the, one of the things is... Um, while, while there have been bike films with, let's just say, not bad endings, but sad endings, uh, I, I'm reminded of The Bicycle Thief of everything. People always go, oh, don't you love that? The Deceika film? Uh, and I look at it and bicycle go, thief. I, didn't think I, go I look at this and I go, oh, God. See, this, this is where that film sort of touches that thing, the idea that he's 
bicycles getting stolen. They, they transcend this. Um, De Sica's classic, uh, while it is a classic and everything in, in um, the open cinema of, of uh, the Italian um, okay, is, I influence like it, in, in this, I'd have to argue that it's such a depressing film. The, the Bicycle Thief? Oh, because it ends badly. He gets caught and everything. Uh, uh, it'd be nice if there was some, and, and I know people are going to argue with this, happy ending. Um, maybe maybe I've, I've lived too long in, uh, in Koreatown to not know that the happy ending is what you pay extra for here. Ah. But uh, <laughs> I, w- I would argue that the happy ending always gets your... God, you know, as we're talking here, the whole environment is morphing here. Yeah. It, it has become a beautiful day, and as anybody knows, kind of like the sky is breaking through. The sun the, is making... We're talking sky, about good things. The clouds and now are lit up. The environment, the the elements are joining in. They're joining in with with um, chicken leather with our our bike talk. Chicken See, if leather? you talk about good things, they happen. I, I need to know where you're at in our list of of essential. Okay, so we got to movie. the idea of a happy ending. Are, are we, oh, happy ending? You're saying it has to happen? I, uh, well, we, I just mentioned it, and you looked at me like I was trying to. Why would it have to try have to pass you five dollars and talk about bike smart or something? But. Why, I, why, I would, why would it have to have a happy ending? I don't think it has to, but I think you get to write your own ending on a bike regardless. I mean, if you rode to the we, – we joke about this sometimes, um, that I've been to parties sometimes, and I talk to a lot of people, and they say, the best part of this party was the ride of my bicycle to it and the ride home <laughs> sometimes. I, I know last night the, the party was incredible. At, oh, uh, yeah, really? It was it, The after party was incredible uh, at some undisclosed location on Sunset. Uh-huh. That opened up for us to to make us food, um, but then the police decided that we were having too much fun in the middle of the night and uh, huh. uh, sort of persuaded us to leave and leave now, unless they were going to incarcerate well, us, which well, is kind of sad. Let me ask you a question: What makes a good after party, a good bike after party? Why, what makes it incredible? Well, well, shall we finish with the film first and okay, then go to the after we'll go party? To the after party <laughs> list. See, because now you're getting into the trap right, of something okay. that's going on right now. Uh, Sundance is going on now, and when it started, it was all about workshops and getting kids and looking at film and communicating all these themes we or elements that we've talked about about what goes to make good film, and yet it has become now more of the uh, the business of the cell, the 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 art behind the business, the art behind oh, you have to get this into these many theaters and you have to get a wine scene behind it because he's money. God. And they joke about it. Right, it's we're like, getting a little far off from but, from the elements that make a good But uh, you could even argue whether is, and this gets to the final thing, if uh, your actresses or actors in this thing are really just acting or if they're really uh, dedicated to, uh, is it a documentary and they're dedicated to cycling in this way. So I would think that one of the elements is uh, and and this gets back to my own personal thing. Yes. How true are you beating to your audience by getting this thing out? So it's almost like a level of honesty as a filmmaker. And and mm-hmm. I always discuss it with these people. Now this might be the the what we would call honesty. the extra credit. So honesty? the extra credit uh, on the on this thing. I I would think if not honesty in storytelling, honesty in in depicting your characters in, in this. We we joke about it with Hitchcock about. There's so many fantastic things that happen in in um, uh, you know North by Northwest or something. Is he really? Is that really plausible? There's plausibility and and uh, 
Truffaut used to talk about it. He talks about it in uh, Hitchcock on Truffaut, or Truffaut on Hitchcock, where he goes, none of this is plausible in half your film. And he goes, well, you know, there's that cinematic liberty that you can take sometimes if if it's all going the right way, sort of give it the idea that it's a movie, it's not real life, and things have to fail. So you, you see people, like, being able to, to scale, like... Uh, um, all right, uh, where, where are you going? The with Statue of Liberty, or or, back, okay? or uh, yeah. you know Mount Rushmore, or something, and and there you, there you've not only depicted them sort of uh, meeting the bad guy at the last thing and saving the world. But, but I mean, so what I'm hearing, which from is you just is a, that, a, this is how, mm-hmm. and I'm going to just touch on this. This is every spy film, you know, basically every spy film is just a, a really poor imitation sometimes of okay. or or maybe a, in your case a, a good imitation of north by northwest which was a hitchcock so what thing. i'm but i think like, can i just repeat back to you what i thought I so heard, it's, it's possibility and honesty okay. about who these people okay. are i know in some place like I, I like can't. and we'll go back to the classic ones okay um I, I, but i wanted to repeat back to you what i thought i heard well, go ahead uh so i think i hear you saying that it's like honesty is relative like it, it, I think it's it's relative to one extent. If you're making a, a a film, in another extent, it has to be truthful. If you're making the documentary, and a lot of times this is the the quotient of like, do you, do you use footage just to extend that that isn't truthful? Do you manipulate it or uh, edit it so whereas you're getting a different quotient? And, okay, and this is I, the argument that a lot of documentaries work with: the idea that it's like, oh, you you've cut. You've cut them to say this certain thing. You've taken the sound bites just to do this. But in some cases, I think that a lot of what we do needs to be um, almost an educational point of view with... Uh, oh, my God. Chicken leather. What? What is the item here that we are adding to the Well, what we're, the vicissitude of how we're addressing this and being honest not only to yourself as a filmmaker but to your subject. And while a lot of bike films don't deal with this, I think a lot of them now are, are touching cases there was that idea of like how do you make a writer better and they had all the steps for making a writer better as we interpret this to make a film better i think you have to be honest not only to yourself and what the bike scene is becoming but you have to illuminate something that's going to be uh educational and also truthful to the bike scene and so i I would say that we we talk about honesty, but I think we also talk about how filmmaking is going to propel this to to the next level. Okay, so here's what I got: uh, educational and truthful to the bike scene. Right. Good. That's okay. So that that being said, there's there's a lot of leeway there um, with with the idea that most of these films, with with all these elements in it, uh, they use certain elements and they still work ahead. I think what we're seeing now is the the breakout or what we uh, uh, more what we would call a destructionist theory of filmmaking uh, we we haven't gotten to a stage in bike films uh, that they have in the real world with uh, uh, some of the Van Tiers films and stuff where it's almost like a dogma with bike films but what we're seeing right now is almost like a fringe almost uh, uh, satiated uh, uh, lewd element or or in some cases fetish element with with films you're seeing the the bike trick film, uh, the music on top of footage film that, that is every, you know, long, young 17 trick writers fantasy just to watch trick after trick or everything. Uh, is that going to help me being, uh, so middle aged and, and wanting to see more infrastructure you, films or something? Go ahead. So you're not, um, I, I don't think I have the same kind of, 
taste is teenagers anymore. So you're 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 not seeing a real like real movie in the sense you're not seeing like a art movie like a dogma movie about bikes. Um, I, I'm seeing elements, but I'm not seeing it yet. Uh, perhaps that'll be the next one. Hmm. Uh, I'm also seeing a lot more. Um, I, I haven't seen the the breakout um, bike film that that really. I, I mean, I I'd love. They talk about remaking a lot of times, and I hate this word remaking um, things like Quicksilver or or things like Breaking Away. And I, I've always thought as. Another road rider makes his way across Los Angeles. See, there's another bike rider. Um, yeah. I I think that uh, the the next phase would be to touch things that are universal in cinema. I think that's the reason that something like Breaking Away it had some real things. They were they were addressing the economy. The car breaks down. He's still riding his bike. His dad works at a <coughs> uh, a um, a used car salesman. So it's like, do you trust the used car salesman? For for a long time, it it was almost. Uh, I, I I talked about it to people, and they were saying, you know, this is almost like a, a depiction of America. The idea that he's doing fifty five, and you're pulling the truck over. Is this our economy? And then there was the idea that the the cars are breaking down, and yet he's riding a bike, an Italian bike, and he's he's doing all these wonderful things. But then the Italians screw him at the end. I mean, you you could read in all these different things, the, the different elements that. We're depicting whatever, and then at the end, who who's going to save him? Well, he, he meets a girl, he gets love. Boy meets girl. It, it's a love story in that sense. So but is it boy was, meets uh, girl? Is it boy meets bike? So uh, that that could be the the argument about well, being why truthful. Why would it be boy meets bike? Boy meets bike. He had this great Italian bike, and he gives it up, and he goes back to real racing. He goes back to a, a Bridgestone and enters the little indy 500 and races the bike in fact at the end it's almost he becomes the bike they tape his feet to the bike and he's morphed into something that's even more than bike but anyway that that's what what you're seeing um and that was quick no no that was uh, breaking away but if you were going to redo it today i mean i think we're we're primed for another remake they were talking about like well maybe it's not just a remake but it's like a uh, there's always the two things you can do. You could do, and this is why Los, uh, Los Angeles is, or Hollywood in particular is, is really sort of locked into this formula kind of thing. It's like, are you going to make a prequel or a sequel? Are you going to continue on with this? I mean, in uh, 2011, there were all sequels and prequels. Uh, you know, you, you could go down the list of, you know, Ghost Protocol with the uh, Mission Impossible. You could go all so these things, but but it, but it's like do. You what, you work uh, do, in the movie business, right? Yeah, yeah. I've been involved with you know making movies here, You're which a is a little guy. bit different from sil- from. Uh, Are you not cinema? I am. I am. You you say this like like the the door is going to be shut and the cops going to come in and it's like the <laughs> you know Abu Ghraib. Yes, you you've been uh, you've been associated with the <laughs> film industry in Los Angeles. Yes, yes, no, I you, have, I, Senator. Do you yeah. have a guilty conscience? Uh, regarding movies in Los Angeles right uh-huh. now, I, I think I have more of a guilty uh, kind of agenda that I like to see films made in Los Angeles only because of the economy. <laughs> I mean, Los Angeles, let's be honest, would not be Los Angeles if it wasn't for Hollywood and the movies here. We would just be some last sort of milk run kind of city that, oh yeah, the the bus stops here on Tuesday and this is what gets delivered. Um, but I, I think we've also fallen into our own trap of being sort of, uh, sort of 
and and it's good in some cases. I love to take foreigners here on bicycle rides through Hollywood, and in fact, that's a great way to see Los Angeles on, on a bicycle. You're you're open to uh, the environment, and especially in certain places, you see more than being in a little tour bus and sort of being told what to see, as opposed to being out there and just sort of taking it all in. That's that's why I think the bike is more efficient, and this gets back to the idea that you you get. Uh, Okay, a third more, but uh, let's, lo- films let's, in Los Angeles. And go ahead, finish your thoughts. Let's talk there. about. Uh, let's be transparent and talk about future shows and upcoming shows that we're going to do. Right, uh, because I mean, if we're going to talk about movies and and well, it is movie movies. season, and and that's the is reason. It movie season. It it yeah. This is the Academy Awards season. Like I said, it's coming up on the twenty sixth. Wow. And in fact, out at the bike oven, we've had. This will be our second, or is it third? Third annual. That's right, Oscar night, where we we mix in bicycle films with Oscars, and it's just one big orgy of cycling. In fact, I, I think this year we're going to extend it to a, another level, and that's what it comes down All to. Right, so, so here's what I'm saying: it, we next time try to interact the public a little bit more, so we get you off. And in fact, that was one of the good things I saw at, at uh, the. Uh, the okay. bike. I so want to say bike porn, but but uh, the bike smut last week was. Uh, first of all, they changed their name. Uh, second of all, um, they got people. And if you wanted to vote on what you wanted to see, you had to. I think it was. Uh, it was picked like. Well, what are you going to do? Are we going to yell? Are we going right. to bash? So no, they you, had to get up. And it was a dance off. Good to ideas side. here. I, I, you, okay, so interact the public, vote on what they want to see. I think these are elements that we should incorporate into our future shows. It's almost like the occupied of biking. Yeah. So and so we've got to occupy the Kilrader studio. We I, I want it to not be so much just like us talking about like shooting the breeze and like have a like a like you know calls. Maybe, maybe we should do this off the air, but I think what we're trying to do is engage the public uh, a little more. Uh, one one of the last things is it's yeah. it's not so much as being uh, and and I think everybody at bicycling already knows this that it's not us talking about bikes that really gets people involved in bikes. It's people that have experienced bicycling or in this case uh want to enrich people with that same sort of curiosity they had whether it be uh christmas morning and they see their first bicycle to uh you made it to the corner without your training wheels that we want to get those new feelings or your first you know your first little cross-country race that you, you finished and you didn't come in dfl you know you weren't the dead last person or it can it can go to the next level you you're on your bike on an art ride and you and your girlfriend experience art on the art ride that you've never seen before that you never see and the only reason you did this is because you got to go out with a bunch of people and okay. enjoy art so if we're talking about and you were safe doing an it. art ride for example we bring in Artists, we bring in people who are on the ride. Yeah, or, or, or we can talk about show, it. So it's not just well, us talking. See, that's that's the other thing that happened this week that that uh, we we only touch on. But uh, uh, there's still Pacific Standard Time here, which is an art kind of thing that's happening all in Los Angeles. But every second Saturday of the month, the uh, the bike oven slash uh, flying pigeon is still have their their art nights, which sort of address themselves to uh, stationing the fact that. Uh, we're not just uh, gearheads. We actually have uh, uh, in making the man or the Renaissance man that he has a, a conscience, or in this place, uh, another uh, depth or a level to him. This one that's not just filled with uh, uh, 
gum chewing and and uh, fast foods, but uh, maybe some art and, and uh, the finer things of life. Sounds good. A okay, little so of the bubbly, have, so to speak. So, but next time I want to have guests. Yeah. And I want to have phone calls. Okay. <laughs> Is this your agenda? Huh? That's my agenda. All right. All right, Los Angeles. All right, World Wide Web. We want to see some phone calls there. Light up that board. Yes. But you can't do it like, you have to, it, with, with Kill Radio. Let's just you, be honest. You There's can't a, just ask people to call it's, and they call. It's, it's, it's you have been to, raining. You people. have to call them in advance and say, People you know, sleeping in last night from this. We this, can't make this excuses thing. for our listeners. We we can uh, we can I our, I can make should be excuses. listeners or should be I should be listeners listed. Well, it's it's really hard, you know. Drive time a lot. Let's be honest. A lot of people do listen on the podcast. Yeah. On uh, KPFK here, which people. is really great. But uh, I ran into some KPFK, uh, let's just say boosters, and uh-huh. they said, "Oh my God, you're you're the guys that do the bike talk," and they were yeah. like, "No," and they go, "Yeah, oh." <laughs> You know, I, I meant to, to hear more of those. And I said, well, we, we mean to make more of those. So. Well, let's make the shows that, then that people don't just mean to listen to. It's like, it's yeah. sort of like, you know, eating your vegetables. Yeah, right. To, listening well, to bike talk. we're going to, we're going to probably, uh, do some things. And with that being said, we're going to go back through our archives and dig out more things that are geared towards us. So if we talk about something, we'll have some, uh, some pointers from the past or, no, 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 or no, no, past no, no. guests. Not, you don't like that? get po- archives of our own shows. No, but I'm talking before I, I did them here on on, uh, on the station or podcast them. There's, there's here's, lots no, of Here's stuff. what I want to do. I want to get real people from the world to come into the studio or to call I don't them. think we can handle that. You, we can't handle that truth. <laughs> <laughs> but um, We're going we're gonna to open ourselves up. And just be bombarded. No, this this sounds too much like therapy here. <laughs> That's right. I do like my bike doctor. Yes. <laughs> or maybe maybe it's like yes, I am a bike rider. Hello, hello, Nick. Yes. Okay, Nick. How how did you do this week? You know. I mean, there there bike wasn't therapy. a twelve step program, bike but they therapy. did have twelve steps of what it came to bike be a bike rider, and it was kind of funny because they so mimicked. Uh, the twelve-step program that's really good for alcoholics, but I don't that? think there is any do cure for that? bike riding. Do you have that one? I d- I don't. That just happened last oh, night. We haven't had time that? to digitize it. Can you please get we're, that? We're going to talk to Rick about maybe getting a copy. It was the twelve steps to. You like that? You like that? That was the thing he rushed out of here and shot last week. So literally, it's okay. So next it's week, less than a week old. What's our topic going to be next week? Um. Well, how about bike art? There's so much bike art. We we could, but we Let's should do, do that when it when it equates to uh, uh, spoken the, art. The spoken art, which is in two weeks or three. Yeah, years. but then this, then they'll have we'll, we'll, we the could show talk be about, about art, and then we'll and then we'll say, then the podcast audience will have a chance to be told about the spoken art. Right? But but we just told them about it. There's two other guys going up the road well, so here. What three other guys going what, up the road what? here. So right. as the sun comes out, we're seeing more bike riders on there. Okay, so he wants to do art. I'm thinking because it is the first of the week of the month, and we'll have a day before going on the the fun ride that LACBC usually does. Maybe we could talk not only about that, but we could also talk about some of the issues that are that are issues some, as my friend issues said. that are are rearing their head in the next weeks to come that you too can get involved in in your community. Okay, I know so last week they had the uh, Glendale bike plan got reviewed. Uh, I think on Wednesday night. Great. It, well, the, and then LACBC and then a lot of it a lot of it is not so much just being. Uh, along for the ride, so to speak, but okay. actually involving you. Yeah, the LACBC Regional Partnerships meeting is this Wednesday, so we can basically, you know, spring off that and try spring to spring forward. 
And and one of the things is uh, right before all the the big bike races come out, uh, the Welta and the rest of them, um, or excuse me, the Tour de France and all the Italian ones, uh, the Giro. Um, there's little one-day races and stuff, and you're saying, why are you talking about racing that way? Well, I, I think it's the same thing with uh, infrastructure and things. There's been one-day summits. Uh, there was the California Bike Summit uh, that I that I think uh, really engaged a lot of people on another level to, to actually view their city as an alternative to biking. And as I'm saying this, they're still on the road. As we wrap up the show, they're still on the road or still on the books. Things like high-speed rail, they're going to put all this money into it. And yet, it's infinitesimal how much money they put into biking. And I know they're trying to, to like close down the budget and stuff. But look, there's also um, almost a, a, a premium that's, uh, that happens when you, when you do embrace bike culture and stuff, when you do embrace some of the things that, um, especially with infrastructure, that not only improve... Uh, it for the bicycle, but also for people that aren't on bikes, people that are doing some stuff. And I, I think we should examine things like the new Expo line that's supposed to be coming in 2012 that they finally have got. And I don't know how long ago it was on that bike to work day or whatever that we went on that route with the Expo. It's actually going to come. And it's actually might so be cool. easy, easier to take your bike on these, on that's these gonna be so great. other transfer things. And, and you can Sobering, take the Expo yes. line, you can take the Expo line to the beginning of the, uh, Bologna Creek, uh, bike path. There you go. And then ride to the beach. Wow. Wow. So, but this is it. This is the end of the show. So next week. End of the show. LACBC <laughs> type issues, Expo line. What do you call that? Like urban issues in like po- policy? I, I like to look at it as, is almost like the urban cross, what is it? Cross training. Yeah. Mm, but know. but you're not really training for anything except to get from point A to B. All right. Well, whatever. Transit. Tells. Transit is a sport. Tran- transit. <laughs> I, I think we have to morph that. It's like we only see people like sports, sports icons endorse. Why can't they endorse somebody public, that's just going uh, from work every day? Transportation. Bi- bicycle transportation urban policy as a sport in next week. Right. That bike scene, it's out there for you. Join in. You gonna ride your bike today? Ride your bike, ride your bike, ride your bike.